With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's another episode of Live and Rock. That's right. It's so for creative soul. Most artists cannot be comfortable as stuck in one box. That's right. And that's what this podcast is about. It's not just filmmaking, but creative pursuits in general. The creative life. Whether it's music, whether it's writing, whether it's painting, illustrating, Whatever it is. Make some noise, rock the world until your time runs out. Let them know what you're about and just make some noise, rock the world no matter what your game. Make sure the whole world remembers your name. Make some noise, rock the world before my time runs out. You know what I'm about. I'm a make some noise, rock the world. Yes, yes, yes. Once again, we are back in the place to be on the show to hear and see because we are on YouTube as well, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's live and, and rock. Rock in live. show for creative souls. That's right. This is your man, CDH Live. And I'm Shell Rock. That's and right. Uh, right now, we're about to rock into the next episode. I don't even know what number it is, but you know what? It's good when we have enough episodes that I don't even know what numbers because it means that we've been doing it like we're consistent right. we've been doing it we got exactly. a little bit of a library built up yeah that's good and for those who are tuning in for the first time this is the show that gives you some insight to the creative life mm-hmm. where we talk about all things affecting the independent artist yep. and how it relates to what's going on in that whole big industry yeah so today's episode Shell Rock it's the art of collaboration episode. That's the yeah. theme that we're going with for this episode. We try our best to have a theme on as much episodes as we can. And to that point, not only are, is it on the theme of collaboration, but we collaborated That's with one of, one of our compadres, a man by the name of Vincent Galvez. And he, we did a nice, good conversation interview with him. And we're going to give you guys highlights of that interview in our yeah. future conversation as we talk about the art of collaboration. But... Sure. Before That's we... gonna be nice because it's a completely <laughs> different perspective than you yeah. get straight from live and rock. That's right. Uh, Vincent is a writer, director, writer, and... film, film and video. He does stage. Um, he does comic books. He does a lot of things, yeah. and I'm very excited to share his share him on the podcast with our live and rock listeners. But as usual, you know, we gotta take things slow. We gotta we have we have procedures that we gotta follow. Right. So right. speaking of. Arts and entertainment We're going to get into that right now Yeah Take a little time To talk about what we're feeling In the area of arts and entertainment And then Well we got a lot of different things Just buckle in Get ready for the ride We're going to start with some um, Good entertainment talk Um, Just going to take a quick TV timeout And then we'll come back with that Arts and entertainment talk That's right Sound good to you bro? Live Live Yeah The mic is on, I don't know if you realize yeah. that, but yo, we're getting right back into it, yo. I gotta say, <laughs> there's nothing like a nice riff from the 80s. Yep, yep. <laughs> Straight goods. Well, do you know who, which, what, show, what is that from? We should put a challenge out there for some feedback. No, the challenge is right here to you. If anybody can, can, can tune in or give us a shout, hit us up at Live and Rock, tell us what that Song yo, you think from, you're hold on, yo, 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 you think you're so slick? I know exactly what it was. Really, really. 
So spit it Come out, on, dude. You're spit gonna spit it out. It. I'm you want to no, spoil no, no. it for our listeners? No, 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 no. Uh, our listeners. Okay, you know what? Okay, we'll do double duty. Okay, so I'll turn off the mic and you whisper it to me. You tell me, and, I, and then I'll turn the mic on and you tell. And I'll, I'll tell the listeners if you got it oh right. Oh my goodness! But in the meantime, the listeners can send us feedback. You tell us what show was that from that we played on the TV timeout. Throw back to the '80s. What show is that? But okay, CDH Live. What show was it? This I guy thing on my TV. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know what? It's not even That's fair even because hint, I guess because some people might not have even known it was, it was TV. TV. Okay. Well, but most people know. He got it right, folks. Um, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt, even though it's possible he just read it off of the the, the screen oh, here. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, if you guys remember that tune, then you know what it's from. Hit us up at liveandrock.com. That's right. And uh, we will get a special package created just for you. I'm glad you said it and not me. Because <laughs> that's, right. that's going to be a CDH live package. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. I could definitely hook, hook my people up with some uh, with some uh, Henry Shell slash Shell Rock swag. I got music. I got inspirations. Right. My comic book inspired art for you out there. But yo, we're not supposed to be talking about us. We're supposed to be talking about what's out in the real world. Yeah, commercial arts and entertainment. We're talking about collaborating. And we're talking about how can we engage with our audience here. So... Uh, just so you guys know, it's not going to be everybody who responds that's going to get that prize. <laughs> <laughs> the first person responds with the right answer. That's yes, how it goes. Good. Period. So, on to the mission. Art and, art and entertainment. What are you feeling these days? Usually we ask you what you're feeling. Yeah. Today I decided, since we're doing the Art of Collaboration episode, yeah. I, I'm throwing out a challenge to you to not just tell me what you're feeling, but yeah. keep it theme related. So are there are, 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 are there any already collaborated music yeah. collaborations so, out there that you're feeling out there? In straight goods. This is this is uh, this is not super new. It's been not a, a, a while. It's been out, but I've been feeling. Um, if you go on YouTube uh-huh. and you do a search for Nas yeah. and Damian Marley, Coachella. Okay, so back in the days. Oh, man. Wait, are you talking about, you talking about the song or the actual performance? Well, I mean, they did their album together. Right, 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 right. right. Amazing collaboration album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip-hop and reggae, two great artists. But yeah, I've been, personally, i just been feeling the... The performance they put on together, the concert, oh, yeah? Coachella, uh, like, I put that on just before I go in the shower. Are you serious? It's like, let that music pump, it gets me energized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you serious? But it's like the live performance specifically that you're feeling, like... Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, honestly, the I... actual live performance, the I, concert. I completely forgot about the fact that that even exists. Mm-hmm. And to tell you the truth... Even when it was like the thing, like when it was fresh and you, I never yeah. actually checked it out. Oh, so man. I feel, I actually feel like, you know what? You actually like, you dropped a good one on me. Like I actually yeah. have to go do some, go do some research. In my opinion, the concert mm. experience with the two of them mm. is better than the album itself. The actual album. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it is Coachella, uh-huh. right? But yeah, man, they brought some some heat. And there's been there's been headliners at Coachella that didn't necessarily. Right. That they didn't really they like represent, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't, they yeah. didn't tear the house down yeah. or anything like that. But that was that was a hot one. I've, I've watched it a few times. I'm gonna have to definitely look up that look that up, I should say, and maybe even just check out the music. Like I'll probably download some of the music, the actual music. What was it? Yeah. Do you know the name of the album that they did together? Uh, I think it's something about cousins from. I can't remember uh, exactly. Yeah, I remember though. I remember it now. Like it's amazing yeah. some of the things that you forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, yeah. like I didn't remember it. You forget I mean. that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. But for real, that, like, just collaboration. Yeah. We've seen hip hop and reggae collaborate before, and we've very rarely seen it in concert perf- perform. Right, 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 right. We've right. seen the recordings and the Yeah, music yeah, music. yeah, yeah. Like to see a full set in concert. Sure, yeah, yeah. Really hot. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's kind of like fusing fusing both sides of you mm-hmm. into one. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fuse, so, what? That's what I was just gonna ask. Oh, you okay. what, so what you're feeling? Oh, I, oh, what I'm feeling? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the whole subject of article. I mean, collaboration. And since I was 
throwing out the theme challenge to you for what you're feeling. I said, okay, well, for me, when it comes to arts and entertainment, the one natural thing that's the most obvious collaborations is superheroes. Okay. Superheroes. Because, I mean, no, music is obvious and and the very obvious, but Uh, there's collaborations in the comic book world a lot. Okay. Superhero team ups. You have your Avengers teaming up. They're all individuals, but they're... As okay. a team, they're collaborating, right? Mm. So the biggest superhero team up that I'm actually looking forward to, which isn't out yet, is the Batman versus Superman next year. Like, okay. that's what I'm not just feeling, but I'm just yeah. like on on edge of my seat. Like, <laughs> I can't wait. Like, and it's and it's, it's particularly poignant that I'm looking for it forward uh. to it is because the Avengers that I just mentioned, yeah. they were quite the disappointment when they came oh, out really? this summer. The movie, yeah, the I Age of Ultron. Like, I didn't it wasn't realize that it was such a significant, significant disappointment. disappointment. Yeah, did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, uh huh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you didn't watch. Okay, so yes, it was. It's not that the movie is a bad movie, mm-hmm. but for the anticipation of what we were hoping to get and what we we're expecting. Uh, you know, it just it, didn't, it didn't deliver. Yeah. It was just, it was just a decent movie, but okay. there was nothing spectacular, nothing, no really, you know, memorable, iconic moments. Like, you know, like in the first one, you had a couple of those iconic moments, but of course, the Hulk moment with, with Loki, yeah. you know, that, that smashing Loki. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So there was, there was nothing to speak of that really got me excited well, to want to watch it again. Interestingly that you say that because, mm. The Batman Superman movie collaboration coming out. Mm. I know a lot of people are excited about it. I personally haven't really been that energized about it. Mm. Um, so my expectations are pretty low. Low. Which means you'll <laughs> so, probably be pleasantly surprised, which is better yeah, position to be in. That's if I actually <laughs> see it. Don't um, worry, you'll I'm see sure it. I will eventually. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it's just it's not, not, yeah. It's not doing anything for me in terms of building anticipation. anticipation. Okay. The concept is the biggest thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, since uh, since you're not feeling that, I'll just throw one last thing in before mm. before we switch gears here into the next segment. Okay. Another example of collaboration, which touches on both music and live action storytelling, is Nashville. That's another thing that I'm feeling as always, and I'm okay. looking forward to. And I'm mentioning it in this section right now because it's September now. School starts tomorrow, okay. so. The new fall TV season is coming like just now and you know the next season of Nashville is right there. So how does that relate to art of collaboration? Are you kidding me? Nashville, the television show, is all about artists collaborating. Okay. You got all almost every other artist, every other episode has artists on there, country artists collaborating each other. You got Scarlett collaborating with Gunner. Mm-hmm. You have Juliet Barnes collaborating with um Ju um What's her name? What's the Raina James? Yeah, you have wow. Raina collaborating okay. with with um Luke. Right, you got people. like it's it's like it's it's Shall on we? both it's on every level. Shelby Rock is <laughs> definitely a fan of Nashville, <laughs> as am I because he's throwing out all the characters. Those who have not watched and don't know who these characters are, Nashville Look, new season is coming yeah, out. Yeah, you so gotta check keep that. Your eye out for it. Keep your eye out for it to get yourself. Um, primed for it Go back and listen To Live and Rock Episode 3 or 4, four. It's called Nashville vs. Empire, Empire And then you'll understand The fire that I'm Feeling <laughs> for it right now yeah. <laughs> And just uh, uh, Quick update That that album Nas and Damien Marley Is called Distant Relatives True true Okay Yeah so uh, It's got some Pretty hot tracks on there But the performance Nas and Damien Marley Coachella Pump that into YouTube and watch the full concert. All right, sounds good. I'm gonna do that still. Ah, full concert. In the meantime, it's time for us to switch gears, and we're almost there, ready to get into our main conversation. But before yeah. we do that, we want to give you ammunition for your mission to uh, become the next artist on stage that that CDH Live is ranting and raving about on YouTube. So we're gonna get into our suit up section, and then give you a quick. Uh, inspiration and then we get into our feature conversation uh so yeah let's do it like that as i play the segment break like this my ally is the force and the powerful it is suit up you suit it up snow suit up flight suit up it's gonna be legendary it's gonna be legendary it's gonna be legend 
wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. Space suit up. Yes, yes, folks, we are in the section where we want to give you guys some inspiration, motivation, or practical tools that can help you do what you do in the most efficient and most um, successful way. So, CDH, what do we got on deck? What are, you, what are you recommending today? What are we talking about? So, there's a, there's a movie that comes out, uh, I shouldn't say comes out, <laughs> that is Been out. available on Netflix. Netflix, yep. It's called Showrunners, mm-hmm. and this movie is, um, I think, a amazing insight into the big industry when it comes to uh, putting out, out television content. Right, right. And the showrunners, specifically for those who don't know, that's like the executive producer. That's that's where the buck stops. They are the final decision makers yeah. with everything to do with your favorite TV show uh, getting produced and put out on the air. That's right. And they spend a lot of time, um, just to further break it down, they spend a lot of time in the writing room. So even though they're, they're juggling every aspect of a show, from the budget to the timing of getting everything done on time to set locations, that kind of thing, they spend a huge amount of the time at the writing end of it. And they're in the writing room, and there's, there usually is a whole team of writers writing a show. Right. So... As it relates to not only giving you guys motivation on your journey, but we thought it was a very good example also for this topic of collaboration. Because the showrunners, when you watch that movie, um, you get a real insight to just how many people are collaborating just in the writing room alone. And what it's like to, you know, juggle those different personalities and different ideas and to be the person at the head. And oh... Another aspect of it, just to get you more excited, it's not just everyday people. We're talking about big showrunners like J.J. Abrams is on this is in this movie. Um, what's the other guy's name? The guy that did Buff, um, Buffy. Um, yeah, we're talking about the creator for Star Trek: The Next Generation. Generation yep, Ron Moore. He also did Battlestar Galactica. Um, Josh Whedon, Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and all, a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm sure you guys all know. Exactly. So the point is, the main point is that these are real blockbuster shows that we're getting some insight into yes. what their world is like. That's right. Running multiple shows. Um, another one was the creator of uh, Bones. Yes. Uh, which is, and he was doing three shows at the same time. Yep. That yep. Yep. Um, but interestingly, collaboration. Yes. They spend this chunk of time in the writer's room and with the writers, yes. but they also have to collaborate with the production team, the directors, yeah, that's right, that's right. the, the uh, ca- camera operators, director of photography, the actors, they have to collaborate with the, with the wardrobe department, yep. the music department. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, television is just such a great uh, example of collaboration yeah, on, yeah, so many yeah, yeah. on so many different levels yeah. and how you have to, you know, kind of move from working with one type of creative person right. to a completely different type yeah, of person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think there's definitely a lot of lessons we could all learn from yeah. that. Yeah, definitely go and check it out. Like I, like I said, or like CDH Live just said, I echo his sentiment. Not only is it a good insight for the television industry specifically, but it is such a great insight that even the lessons that, that they teach you or that you see from them can be extrapolated to whatever industry you're in. So when I, when I watched it, I found lots of nuggets and insights that I could use in translate to use within music, to use with any project I'm doing, regardless of whether it's a television project or if I'm working with my book, writing my books with other people. Right. It's just it's just a great show. I think we really we really like uh, showrunners. Check it out. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> so. Showrunners, that was it. Um, we're going to get into our main conversation right now, um, which is, of course, the art of collaboration. Our feature conversation, we got to sit down with my my boy who co-wrote um, my next um, writing project called The Super Years. He helped me He helped me write that, that series. It's not out yet, but you guys will see it soon. Yeah. Um, he's also, he wrote a comic book called Heroes of the World. He's done so many different things. Um, he's my, his name is Vincent Galvez And we sat down and we talked to him at length 
so much so so long that we're probably gonna have to do two parts of this show so right about now we're gonna bring to you the first half of that conversation slash interview right and then uh, we'll come back at the end wrap up the show and you will get the rest of it on the next episode right that's true all right so ladies and gentlemen without further ado open your ears for art of collaboration with my man vincent galvez feature conversation on this episode of live and rock rocking live rocking live Welcome to all the creative souls. This is CDH Live, repping for Live and Rock. That's right. And we got an interesting episode on deck today. We got another special guest in the studio. That's right. Another creative soul who is known for doing things, most notably for, that I know of anyways, is his work on Heroes of the World, which is a comic book. We're going to get into that. But before I list his long laundry list of (laughs) credits, I'm going to introduce you to Mr. Vincent Galvez. Hello, everyone. It's uh, <laughs> exciting to be here uh, with Live and Rock, That's uh, what... the creative couch. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, can't wait to kind of talk about some fun things today. We're going to talk about some collaboration and uh, yeah. yeah, looking forward to it. So I want to let you guys know right off the bat, um, it's kind of weird. I shouldn't really feel this way, but it's kind of weird, but I'm actually feeling nervous. And I want to let you guys know, I'm going to be transparent right now because Live in the Rock is a show about giving people the insight to the creative journey and more specifically, the, the independent artist journey, right? That's right. So, so it's, it's kind of good that you mentioned that because uh, the whole show is about collaboration and this is actually a first time collaboration uh, for Live in the Rock with... Vincent Galvez so that's probably a little bit of what that feeling is yeah yeah exactly that's what I was gonna get get at like yeah part, sorry go ahead. <laughs> part of the reason why is because like I said folks um, this thought this this con- this conversation today and this episode is all about collaboration and Vincent I have to tell you quite honestly I mean we've collaborated we kind of met basically as a result of me looking for looking for people to collaborate with totally. and we'll get yeah. we'll get a little bit deeper into that but essentially you know, I was looking to get into the world of comics and I needed someone to illustrate for me. And you are a writer who actually works with people who have a comic out there, which is kind of the way I met you. You are a writer for comics and you introduced me to the people who, who you know, who illustrate the comic you write for. So why don't we talk about that for, first of all? Sure. So I actually have the honor of being the writer for Heroes of the World mm-hmm. and I work with some great guys there um, particular the creators Mark Bonsu oh sorry oh that's it yeah <laughs> you just combine the two guys <laughs> together two guys together, together. Right before you say that Vince yeah. um, for those who don't know what Heroes of the World is how would you describe it oh that's right how would I describe it it's a it's a book based Ta-da. on wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know that inside out, but... Sheldon <laughs> is showing me a copy of the comic. There you go. It's awesome. Heroes of the World. It's a, a story of uh, a young boy by the name of Ore Gaia. He oh. is descendant from an ancient people, and he travels around the world fighting the evil forces of the, the villainous Fist organization. Mm-hmm. And he fights with various superheroes from every single country around the world. So every single country has a group of superheroes, so basically, he works together to rid the world of the evildoers that he needs to battle against. Wow. Yeah. And you guys are, what, six issues deep? Seven issues deep? Uh, what is it? Right now, we're six issues deep. We just uh, finished work on issue number six, which should be released uh, this year. I think they've been selling it at Anime North, as well as uh, it's going to be sold at Fan Expo of this year as well. Fan Expo that's up in Toronto, Canada for you international listeners. That's yeah. basically Comic Con North, so to speak. <laughs> it is kind of interesting because you you're writing for this comic, and we're talking about collaborating. You you're not the creator of the comic, is that right? Yeah. So what happens is uh, Joe Bonsu and Mark Williams came up with this idea uh, to create a superhero that was connected to all. Uh, cultures and countries around the world. Yep. They partnered with the 
producer uh, Sean Cuffey to help make the project happen mm -hmm. and they brought me on as the writer so I was there from the initial idea of creating the comic book specifically yeah. into um, a series form they were developing it for a while before I got there um, I was just able to kind of collaborate with them to make their very first comic and 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 this it is it today it's been pretty successful if I could say observing from the outside like, I mean, getting back to my original point of me being nervous. I mean, to me, who was totally unpublished at all before, you know, before meeting you and being introduced to the, those awesome guys that do the illustration for Heroes of the World, I was, I'm looking up at you and saying, well, this guy is like, this guy is like professional. Like, uh, who am I? Like, he's accomplished. Ah, that's what I'm trying to say, right? Meanwhile, Sean already <laughs> did publish a couple of books well like, no, but not at that point yeah, like well, you know yeah well you had you had power blast oh yeah yeah that's true i did i did publish a couple really that's true that's true that's true okay yeah i forgot but i guess to the, to the level and the the level of professionalism and the level of um to, to in my untrained eye the quality of the work you know it seemed very very professional and very good and then after being introduced to them and going to the process of, of, of promoting my books with them to a certain degree and getting to know you better, we, from that relationship, we went on to talk to each other about collaborating on a separate project together, me and you. Yeah. And just through the process of working with you and seeing what you do with the Heroes of the World and working with you on collaborating on, on the book that I was working with you with after the fact, I've come to know your pedigree as a creator. You know, um, and your professionalism is definitely very high and you brought my game up very high through collaboration. So that's why I'm kind of like, I'm very excited to, to delve into your, your, your mindset and share what you have. Because I know you have a lot to share with, with listeners who are creating and aspiring to be professionals. Oh, thanks. Man. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's a, it's a big intro there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta say, when we talk about Heroes of the World, you have to really give credit to mm -hmm. to uh, Joe and Mark and Sean. Like, they put a lot of effort into making the project. Yeah. Um, Joe and Mark are such talented artists that the collaboration is really about taking the essence of what they want to say and just, you know, putting those ideas down on paper. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of my job with a collaboration, not just with Heroes of the World, yes. but most of our projects, even you and I, That's right. is um, just finding the intention. Like, what is it that we want to say mm -hmm. with the project? Because there's, there's so much great work out there and a lot of people are saying a lot of great things. So when it comes to our turn, the people that I'm collaborating with, mm -hmm. what is it that... Um, is our is our our purpose? Why do we put right. this project together? So, I think if you see the professionalism, it's because uh, there's a lot of passion in the project, right? And I'm able to kind of combine my passion with their passion and put together a really strong comic book. Okay. Yeah. So CDH Live. Yes. Um, and everyone listening to you, Vince. Basically, what my 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 thought process and my concern with the art of collaboration, as we're talking about the subject. Um, it's it's one of the things I want to know is why. Like, what is your thought process when you go into collaboration, Vince? That makes you decide you want to collaborate. Because what's one of the things that I notice happens with you a lot is that you want to you you're always open to the idea of collaborating, not just with me, but I I observe you with others. CDH Live, we're collaborating on Live and Rock the podcast, right? And I want to talk about the art of collaboration in every medium. Like, it's not just you know comics. It's it's very natural to look to comics and writers say, well, that's a natural. You know, a natural yeah. fit. Writers right. need, need someone to draw, and the drawers need someone to write. Right. But I mean, every medium, like for music, like mm -hmm. you know, we've collaborated on music a lot all the time. Right. And in the and in the recent months, you you know, you've reached out to me many times to say you want to collab, want me to help you with some music projects. And but what is that impetus? Why? Yeah. Why collaborate? You know what? I'm like when when I was thinking about this topic, I don't know if you guys. Feel like I feel like we've demonstrated this this concept that I'm going to share, which is that mm. we all, in some way, feel like uh, collaboration is a intimate relationship. Right. And so, because our creativity is so personal and so intimate, mm -hmm. when we are going to collaborate with someone, it's you know, it's in some ways very scary, but also very exciting. Because right. if you find someone you connect with creatively, mm -hmm. it's a it's a fairly strong connection. Right. Right. So I, I think that that's um, you know the, the the cornerstone of of what makes collaboration such a unique concept. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
But if I could, if I could play devil's advocate a bit, though, the the keyword that that stood out to me is that you said if you find someone. So the keyword for me is if. Like to me, it's almost like you know, when they say about you know you're looking for the one when it comes to relationships <laughs> and you're looking for love. It's kind of like that. Like I feel like that if is a huge if because it's very hard to find someone who you can collaborate with that really have that creative chemistry. And if you already have the talent to do what you're doing, why not just do it yourself? Why, why just just save the headache of trying to find like? Well, I I think think of it like collaboration for me to be honest mm-hmm. is like kind of going to a party. Okay. Like if you're going with the same intentions that other people are going to the party with, mm-hmm. then you're gonna have a good time. But if you want to like you know get down to a certain type of you know music and funk, like I want to listen to this type of music, mm-hmm. but someone wants to do their own kind of like their own different style and we don't kind of mesh together yeah. like a band yes. then obviously the, the music's not going to go well okay. the comments not going to go well and you're not going to have a, a good experience right mm-hmm. so it's funny because like the idea of finding someone to collaborate with mm-hmm. how it worked with me and the Heroes of the World guys and even you and I yeah. it's like the first thing you always talk about is like what kind of shows do you like Right. What kind of comics or movies or TV shows like what are you into and then yeah. like, if you can share that because right off the bat if you meet someone and you're like hey do you watch Game of Thrones and they're like no <laughs> and like okay that's cool yeah. um, but then if you're like yeah do you watch uh, you know Game of Thrones like yeah it's amazing it's like oh my god I love that too so mm. when you're building off things that you love and you can find someone else that's into what you're into, then the collaboration is that much more easier to find. Because it's like the idea of like all the big Marvel and DC movies that are out there right yeah. now. It's like we either love them or we don't love them, right? And that's a perfect segue to our next topic, which is a show we all like, which is Showrunners. Cool. We're going to get into that in just one moment. Okay, yeah, we definitely are going to get into showrunners, but I kind of want to, I kind of want to hold off on showrunners a bit still, because oh, we're okay. because showrunners is is kind of it, it touches on collaboration, but it also touches on another topic, which is um, motivation and just tapping into resources it out there. A ton of stuff. Ton, ton of yeah. stuff. That's right. So, um, sorry, the last thing you said there, Vince, um, you know, about going to the party and everybody being on kind of like having similar interests, right? Yeah. I get where you're going with that. You know, once you've decided that you want to go out and collaborate, mm-hmm. whether it's in a, a music project, whether it's on a podcast, whether it's on a film, whether it's on a book, whatever. Once you've made that decision, you do want to make sure you're kind of collaborating with people who are on the same page, who can complement each other. Right. But my, my, my question is, you know, before the Heroes of the World came up to you, or sorry, not even before, but... Why do you? Why are you open to the idea of collaboration? So you're you're on a, you're a creative person who's on a journey to try and um, become successful in in your in your career. Mm-hmm. So why not just do it all by yourself? Why say yes or even consider or entertain the thought of collaborating with people when they come to you? I, and and I like to use CDH the same thing. Why not just continue producing stuff on your own and just say, you know, forget the world, I got it. I got this. <laughs> I think my, my answer I'll yeah. say is that when it comes to making a project, it really depends on the type of project you want to make. If you're writing a book, yes. then by all means, you can sit in your basement or your apartment and make that that amazing book. But if you want to make something that's really media specific, like yes. a comic or a film or a song, yes. I find that if you can collaborate with someone, then that discussion, that dialogue will take the work that you want to do and elevate it. A lot of times when it comes to creativity, when you think of the first five or ten things you, you think about, yeah. it's probably similar to what a lot of people are thinking about as well. So when you have that collaborator to kind of work through the ideas, you can really kind of, you know, get rid of the, the beginning stuff, the stuff that's just surfaced yeah. and really get down to something deep because if someone is questioning you or yeah. if you have to bounce your ideas off someone, you can really find the gold amongst all the random ideas that you kind of just spew out there. That's gold right there. <laughs> that's gold right there. It is good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning how to collaborate. To be quite honest, okay. Um, I love collaboration. Yeah. And I feel like all of my earliest work was collaboration. Okay. Um, meaning, like when I very first realized I was a creative person, and I, I was already doing things creative, and didn't realize until I looked back right. and was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I, that was always there." Are you talking about mostly in music, uh, in music, or I mean, in 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 every area of creativity for me, anyway? Yeah. Uh, or most most ways. Well, for me, I'm I'm a performer. 
Okay. Right. So uh, generally, you can't perform by yourself. You need someone. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's the audience you're collaborating with. Okay. You're collaborating with that audience. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, I'm I'm referring to performance types of things. Okay. And and the other areas where you can go in a room, like you know, for writing or for you know music production, yes. you can do it on your own. Yeah. And for me. That's that's been very therapeutic, but I'm still learning to collaborate and put myself out there for collaborations. Okay. Yeah, I want to add to this conversation about I I, I read a lot of books and theories and stuff about writing and collaboration, and mm. there's a set of three rules that I can't remember where this source is from, but I'll just I'll spew it knowing that I didn't make this up, but yeah. I learned it from somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think it's actually some big Hollywood writers and mm-hmm. like the three rules of, of collaborative writing is number one you leave your ego at the door yeah. and number two you leave your ego at the door <laughs> and number three story is king okay. uh, and to me that really hit home when I when I learned about that idea of writing because mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is we all love great shows great movie great TV shows yeah. great books whatever yeah. but how it the reason why it is so great is because the story that we're hearing transcends it all like yes. if you find a nice human idea that's yes. so specific to what we experience on a day to day that relatability brings you into another world right. right so another idea I heard once where it's like when you read a book yes. you can live another lifetime so the man that doesn't read yeah. doesn't actually only he only experiences the life that he sees in front uh, of him yeah, but yeah, when yeah, you read you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, read like yeah, a thousand yeah. books and it's a thousand yeah. lifetimes that you read yeah. But all those, all those lifetimes, all those books essentially are giving you an experience that you wouldn't normally get. And it comes from the idea where when the person was making that book, they found something specific to say. Yeah. And the story is what, what driven, what, what drove that experience, yeah. right? There's a lot of times too where characters, um, they, they might not live in the book. And the writer's like, I didn't want the character to die. But at the end of my writing this story, there was nowhere else for that character to go. The only honest thing to do was for that Best character to, to, to die. To die yeah. And it's just because they let the story drive it and not their own personal ego. Yeah. I, that's a that's actually a good point and that's actually that reminds me of why I got into collaboration because like you said Vince or was it you CDH when it comes to writing if you're going to write a story yes you could possibly sit down by yourself and just write a book you know a lot easier than you could at other mediums like filmmaking or you know producing music or whatever so I did that process and wrote my first two books and put them out right but through that process, I also learned that it's also a lonely process when you do it by yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, it's good to have other voices to contribute, to bounce ideas off of, yeah. and to, you know, even just get that creative energy and the juices flowing. Yeah, that and, was one of the big ones that I was going to mention, too, is just the, yeah. the creative energy generated mm-hmm. um, is so much higher when there's a collaboration. Yes, yeah, exactly. So that's why, for me personally, um, you know, to give my personal story that's why I specifically when I was done my first two books I said okay from here on in the very next project I do regardless of what it is my mission is to collaborate whether it be my next book or the comic book or or album whatever it is my very next creative project I want to do something that's collaborative that's interesting that you say that because I'm that's what I'm curious about Mm -hmm. uh, with you Vincent is Mm -hmm. what was where was that uh, mindset created for you uh, because you're very knowledgeable about collaboration how to do it what what your mindset should be mm. so what was the beginning of that for you well I mean a little bit of background aside from me doing all the creative work I I grew up being a performer so okay. I grew up like dancing in a performance group um, I traveled around the world with this group I've done like you know martial arts and I've been always around people learning and performing not alone but in a group scenario so collaboration was kind of I literally grew up with it Yeah. so when it comes to being creative I guess there was something about the social aspect to it that I've just been used to Mm -hmm. and so the question was to me how do I still be creative and I moved into the fields of writing and directing and making films and, and all kinds of projects but how do I still be creative and connect to that social aspect to it so I find collaboration was my natural connection to both of them right Mm -hmm. to being creative and being collaborative um, because essentially you really want to work 
those ideas out and sometimes if it's just in your head it might not be as clear as if you can talk with someone else about it yeah, yeah. and also like when it comes to like making movies specifically because I yeah. went to film school yeah. and really it's like it's really impossible to make a film, film about, by yourself yeah. especially if you have two characters then like that's like one character another character and <laughs> yeah. who's behind the you camera like exactly. you know you so <laughs> yeah so I, I think all that kind of came to a fact where I learned a long time ago that to make really great projects it's it's possible but also very difficult to yeah. make something by yourself yeah that's a um, perfect segue into um, the movie that we want to talk about today which is showrunners yeah because showrunners is all about it's it, on the surface it's about you know the people who run this, our favorite TV shows out there the most popular TV shows the guys behind them you know Josh Whedon um, what's that other guy one uh, of those famous guys JJ Abrams that's it and a lot of other guys but you know that's what it is on the surface but one thing about show running is that it's all about collaboration and right. and Sorry, just before we get into the yeah. nitty gritty of the showrunners cuz yeah. this is going to be meaty right yeah 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 um <laughs> I want to just, uh, you know, take a quick second to shout out Vince for being on the show. True, true, true. Right? Um, this collaboration is good. And I'm looking forward to hear your, your insights with this one because I, I watched the movie again to take notes. Yeah, yeah. So how would you, if you were going to introduce the movie showrunners, Vincent, how would you describe it? I think it's a look behind the scenes of the people that work hard to make some of the greatest entertainment out there. We all love talking about shows. I think earlier I mentioned even like Game of Thrones yeah. as one of the great shows. And in order for those shows to exist, you have to have great showrunners mm -hmm. that put it all together. And what's great about a showrunner is that it's not just a single writer because they think of, oh, they're running the show. But yeah. honestly, they are a captain of a ship. ship. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to a ship, there are so many people that are making that thing run, but the captain has the vision. They have the course and they kind of bring it all together. So that movie is a kind of a behind the scenes look of how some of the great ones in the industry make some of the great shows that we all know and love. Yes, that's an excellent description. And just for those to put it in context, for those who are not familiar with the movie itself, um, Showrunners is a documentary. It, yeah, I'll call yeah. it a documentary that came out on Netflix. I don't know if it's anywhere else. You can get it anywhere else, but it's definitely on Netflix. It's, it's official um, home. Right. <laughs> and it's a. I, I stumbled upon it, I guess, about a month or two months ago when it came out. Mm -hmm. And it's just an excellent resource, an excellent movie for someone who wants more motivation right um if you want to get into the film industry definitely or tv is definitely like bang on it's going right. to definitely motivate you but even outside of that you know it i found it very inspirational and i had less a lot of lessons that are applicable to many mediums regardless yeah, of whether exactly. it's just your you know that's that's exactly what i picked up too like mm. it's it's watching it with that eye for how things happen and looking beneath the surface as vincent was saying yeah um when you look at when you look at what these showrunners do, how they are different from directors or producers, yes, yeah. um, you know how big their teams are in each area. Yeah, you know the entire writing team. Yeah, that a lot of people don't even know um, how much goes into how many people are involved in yeah, writing. Yeah, you know they see the credits go by on on their favorite shows opening. Yeah, and they kind of just don't pay attention, attention to, to that. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they're real people that work. Um, like as one one of them said, they produce shows within ten days. Yeah, a new show you know, within every a ten new days. show every yeah. ten days, and and it gets aired within a month. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's a it's a really high pressure situation. And when we think about our own creative goals, sometimes we don't think about how much of that that energy and effort and time is required to yeah. to to put out at that level. Yeah. Well, that is part of, again, going back to, you know, our independent journey, that's part of the reason why, again, I decided I wanted to collaborate on my next project because I realized, you know, the energy part of it, you know, you have ups and you have downs as human beings, right? So if you're producing content on your own, when you're down, it means nothing is getting done because you're the, you the only one producing stuff. But when you have people you're collaborating with, it's you no, know, you can help each other complement each other when one is down the other one can be up and vice versa um, not only with ideas but physical energy literal to actual time you know and space even for instance podcasting I used to do a podcast or attempted podcasting many times on my own over the last few years 
And you can only talk to yourself so long before, (laughs) (laughs) right? (laughs) Before it it gets frustrating or, you know, Mm -hmm. boring for not only your audience, but yourself. So Mm -hmm. that's why I love and I relish this opportunity now. I'm podcasting with my brother, CDH Live, Mm -hmm. because I have someone to talk to. Someone, you know, if I say something that sounds whack, you can just straight up tell me, (laughs) yo, that's whack. That was whack. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I think also when it comes to the idea of show running Mm -hmm. and making the collaboration, because I'm thinking what you're saying, uh, Mm -hmm. Sheldon and it really makes sense to me because it's like think about the fact before you made anything like anything yeah. creative and when you got your first job what was that job like you'd wake up and you'd go to this place and you'd have a boss telling you what to do and you had co-workers mm-hmm. and then work would get done yeah. right yeah. so it's kind of like the idea of taking the real world idea of work mm-hmm. and putting it to the creative, creative field yeah because yeah, when yeah. you collaborate it's yeah. like I'm going to a place I have someone that wants to work with me I have co-workers yeah. and we have a mission to get a job done, done. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's something that's very visceral about collaboration yeah. it takes the work that you want to do but it gives you like a specific task a specific kind of you can feel it yeah because when the work is done it's like hey you can look at the person beside you and say we just did some good work today yeah right? yeah yeah so yeah. i think that collaboration for me mm. it really makes work uh creative work feel like something that i can actually see and measure right right, right. i mean I, I know people can do it all the time on their own so i i respect that but for yeah. me my experiences have been a lot in just the collaboration field because that's where I was able to get a lot of stuff done, done. right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious, how do you, um, when you're thinking about what's on your plate, because um, you like us, you have a day job as well, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're talking about when you have a day job, whether it's full-time or part-time, but you have this chunk of your time that's gone and you want to do meaningful work, uh, being open to collaboration a lot of people come up to you and say, hey, I want to collaborate on a project. I'm curious what your process is in choosing who and what types of projects that you're going to actually do that collaboration on. Sure. I think it's it's funny because um, there's this line that I learned a long time ago and I, I totally believe it. It's, if you want something done, give it to the busy person. And I guess to, mm, yeah, to, to, to elaborate... Yeah, Yeah, and like yeah. to elaborate further, it's like... Um, it's, it's, it's easy to go to someone and say, hey, you have so much time on your hands. Can you make this project with me? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if they have so much time on their hands, chances are they might not be the person you want to work with. Mm-hmm. But if you meet someone, and I've worked with a lot of people over the years, that, like mm-hmm. they're always working on project after project after project. Mm-hmm. And if I say to them, hey, let's work on this thing, they're going to add the project that I'm working with them on on their list and so it might not be the priority the first or second thing but I'm there maybe three or four and then when it comes time for my project to to be to be the one to work on then we work on it and then once it's it's done from beginning to end they then move on to the next project right so you make it less of a um, I guess it's, it's you're not really dreaming about making stuff you're kind of like okay well I have a job to do this is the list of tasks that I have to do and I'm going to get it done because I just have a time frame to do it Yeah. so I think when it comes to someone approaching me with a project because people all the time say hey let's make something I'm like yeah. great and, and I, I always get the benefit of that I want to you know I want to believe in the, in the positive uh, potential of what's going to happen right, yeah. so I say yeah sure like mm. email me call me like whatever send me a message and let's collaborate it's the people that are very serious that mm. will actually reach out the next day okay. and they'll they'll call or they'll text or they'll write a message saying hey we had a great talk let's talk about this mm-hmm. but it's the people that like they say yes but then you never hear from them again it's like okay so it was just a dream talk <laughs> it, it wasn't a yeah, real yeah, talk yeah 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 but that's fine because yeah. you know real talks will take the time yeah and things will happen with a real talk with yeah. dream talk it's like you can dream all day and you mm-hmm. can go off and do your thing but if you want to make something real happen then come mm-hmm. talk to me mm-hmm. so that's kind of what i how i filter out the projects i work on that's good so so the, the the busy the busy bee essentially is in a sense kind of showing you that if they're busy it means that they will actually get busy on your stuff too like it's not just going to be talk exactly yeah that, I get, that's I get, interesting yeah. that's interesting it, it, it's it's nice to hear a fresh perspective because um like for me i haven't had a chance really um this is my first time really getting to talk to you on this level of you know creative mindset and and vision and so on so i'm just like i'm soaking in where your headspace is and uh your your basic approach which is really cool thanks so i mean i can say that uh 
I, I, I love making projects. I think it's a part of me and I'll always be doing it in some form. I love the fact that you can make media like like music or mm-hmm. movies or TV mm-hmm. and that's a job that you never, you can be 80 and still make films and I love true, that. True, true, true. And yeah, yeah. it's like as long as you have something to say and you have a vision and you have people that are willing to work with you, then I'm all for it and you know what I mean? Like, People will grow, mm-hmm. and you'll find people that you want to work with at a certain point, and then they'll change. And then yeah. you, you will work. You'll go your own separate paths, and then maybe you'll meet up again later, and you work together again. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's like there's that um, there's that saying where it says uh, reason, season, lifetime. Right. Okay. People are in your lives either for a reason, mm-hmm. which means you might know them for a short amount, mm-hmm. or they might be in your life for a season, which mm-hmm. means you have a, a really great time together. Or there might be the few people you meet that are in your life for your entire for lifetime. Life. Yeah. Right. That's- Man, so I'm just, you're, you're throwing out these sayings, and I'm like, this is the first time I heard that. <laughs> All right, folks, we are back. Yeah. That was rich, man. I have to say, Vincent, you, my goodness, you, you're just so full, overflowing with wisdom, and it's amazing how different perspectives can really just inform you and help you to grow. Yeah. I, I I I honestly um there's so much as much as that part of the ep- the episode or the uh, interview mm-hmm. was good honestly folks it only gets way better um so I can't wait for you guys to hear the second half of that interview yeah. but there are some really good nuggets in there and if you got anything out of it at all and you thought it was worth listening to, share it with anybody you know. Because I know every creative soul out there, like me and, and CDH Live, we have a circle and a network of people who are other creatives that we that right. we meet and talk to and work with every day. So if you're listening to this show and you're getting stuff out of it, make sure you tell your other creative friends to tune into Live and Rock for the next episode to hear the second half of the art of collaboration yeah. with my boy Vincent Galvez because it only gets better. Yeah. Um, I know you, you, I hate hyping things up too much because then it's like people can only go down like their expectations but honestly it's really good trust it's me it's good man it's good and yeah we have like utmost respect for Vincent because he's he's just one of those guys that's completely real and his his creativity and his attention to detail and what he puts out there yeah it's it's really speaks for itself yeah so it's nice to hear what his perspectives are and and get the insight from from his journey yeah so that's about it for this show uh this episode of rive and rock um i don't know i don't really have anything else to say um just the usual, I guess. You know, if you guys want to give us feedback, you're going to hit us up at liveandrock.com. What were you going to say, CDH Live? Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to give them a quick update on what's going on with Shell Rock because uh, we're going into a season where there's some change happening for you. Um, well, okay, maybe we'll save that for the next episode. Because we're already kind of, yeah, like we're already, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so tune in to the next, next episode. episode. That's right. Find out what's up with Live and Rock. Yes. Individually and collectively. That's right. <laughs> All right. So. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, Live and Rock is a collaborative show. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's true. That's the <laughs> best example you can get of the art of collaboration, right? Yeah. Give and take. So, speaking of collaborating and compromising, yeah. we got to compromise right now. Time's up. Yeah. All right. So, next episode, you'll get more from us. Until then, as we always say, it's the most important thing. If you're going to live, you might as well rock. Whatever it is. Make some noise. Rock the world. Until your time runs out. Let them know what you're about. And just make some noise. Rock the world. No matter what your game. Make sure the whole world remembers your name. Make some noise. Rock the world. Before my time runs out. You know what I'm about. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.